Hey guys, so before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to tell you a couple of things, a couple of reminders actually. First and foremost, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. If you are uh, listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate five stars, review anything you want me to know, tell me what you think, tell me any topics you want me to, to discuss, anything. Just let me know in the review section. It actually helps me out. So if you just want to say, hey girl, I'll take that too, okay? It takes two seconds of your time. Um, secondly, burr, 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 it is eight days until my live show, y'all. Like, I cannot believe it. We are almost sold out with tickets. It's not sold out yet. Um, we are almost sold out though, so you should definitely cop them if you are planning to ASAP. But I just have so many things going on and I have so many things planned. Shout out to a couple of sponsors that I have. We have liquor. We have swag bags. The whole nine yards. Okay. And I'm so excited. The link is down in the description bar to the Eventbrite. Okay. Um, If you are out of state and you want to contribute to the Do I Look Fat podcast, you can also donate to the Cash App. Okay. All donations are accepted. I am 100% self-funded, 100% independent. So if you want to show some love for the one-year anniversary, the the first-year birthday of this baby right here, you can bless me in my cash app, if you please. Um, all right, I'm going to stop because I'm just having way too much fun here in my room with all of these decorations behind me, and we're going to get back into the show. Do I look fat? <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. It's your girl, Steffi Kiss. This week's guest is a fellow podcaster, mom, and someone who's liable to say something unrated and unruly, my girl, Virginia. Hey girl, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Thank you. (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm good. You know, just early morning appointments with the kiddo and then now chillaxing and having fun with you. I'm excited to be on. Yes, it's April 22nd, Earth Day. It's also my sister's birthday. Shout out to her. Happy birthday. But it's freezing outside. It It is is so cold. I'm literally here like I want to be bundled up. I'm trying to look cute for the video. And I'm just like, I'm cold trying to like have a blanket on my legs or something because this is just fucking ridiculous. I know it is cold. I was trying to look cuter. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just wear an oversized tee and call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) It's too much. It's too much. Um, But let my listeners know who is Virginia. What do you do? Hi. Um, well, let's see. I've been content creating for a while. I had a blog that I started in 2009 called Mo- a Mom and Love Forever, aka, like, if you think about the word, it's actually an acronym for MILF. So um, I was doing that for a while. And then, I mean, I still have it. I'm kind of rebranding and working on that. I'm going to launch a a podcast, you know, has to do that has to deal with motherhood soon. Um, yeah, but then as far as podcasting, I met Taylor, my co-host at my last job, and um, we used to love listening to podcasts. And every day we're like, "Oh, what are you listening to?" Or listen to this podcast. So then, like, 
it's funny because like during like our breaks and stuff we'd always have or even while working we'd have these crazy conversations and like people would like listen to us and chime in and stuff so we're like we should just like launch a podcast you know so mm-hmm. we took our time like thinking about what we wanted the brand to be what we wanted to do and like i think we took like maybe four to five months before we actually launched and then mm-hmm. yeah it's been like two years now and it's been so much fun just like meeting people and just talking shit every week on the mic <laughs> yeah it's amazing you guys should definitely check out her podcast with taylor it's called unrated and unruly and it's fire you guys <laughs> are a you. lot of fun y'all are a whole vibe like you it really feels like i'm sitting with like my girls like talking yeah. shit. you know what i'm saying um i've had this podcast is gonna be a year may 1st and i wish hey. i had a co-host sometimes and then other times i'm like no because i can just record at three o'clock in the morning if i absolutely needed to that's true but it's always fun to have someone to talk to bounce like ideas off of and just have a like a dialogue and a conversation i'm actually in the works of coming out with another podcast i'm fighting with the idea of if i want it to be still a solo podcast or if i want a co-host then it's like i don't know who to get (laughs) you know what i'm saying so yeah no, it's, I'm going through with a, it a little bit. No, it's true. Because with a co-host, you have to make sure that you have good chemistry because mm-hmm. you can you can listen to podcasts and, like, tell when, like, the chemistry isn't good or, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, something there between them, you know? So I definitely think, like, working with someone that you're friends with is good. But then also working with friends can be hard. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat everything and say that yeah. everything's sunshines and rainbows because sometimes it's tough, but you just have to communicate and talk things through. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And yeah, you can definitely hear like the chemistry whenever some like if there's like podcast beef, you can always <laughs> hear it in the episode. You're like, ooh, they're not really fucking with each other this week, are they? Yeah, it's just so funny. But that also brings listeners too, I'm sure, because everybody would be like, did you hear how they mm-hmm. was talking to each other, girl? that's true that's very true um so just to give y'all an update of what's going on with me aside from you know this potential podcast that i'm launching my live show is going to be sunday may 2nd we are almost sold out with tickets which is crazy to me it's gonna be so much fun i have so much lined up i have swag bags i have liquor sponsors i have all types of shit it's gonna be a lot of fucking fun um so if you're in the new york tri-state area and you can get to the live show go into the link in the bio everything will be there okay so (laughs) you know you make me want to like come to new york for that i might just have to (laughs) (laughs) i mean you and taylor are invited that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) thank you (laughs) let's get into our first segment And this is called Eat Your Heart Out, right? And this is where we provide our listeners with some help tips and gems and just all types of shit, right? And I came up with this idea to talk about this because when I first started this show, my whole thing was about like diet trends and shit like that. And I'm just like, I'm tired of talking about diets. Like being a plus size woman and all of that is part of my life, but I'm tired of talking about diets. So... I want to give you guys tips just to deal with life in general. And today, guys, if you've listened this far, you can hang, you can shut it down now because we are talking about periods. Okay, so this ain't for y'all. So if you want to leave, I won't. Bye. No kidding. <laughs> this is just for the ladies, okay? Um, because let me tell you something: women, two things women love to talk about is periods and shit. I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's so true though <laughs> if you tell a woman oh i have cramps or whatever then they're gonna tell you about their situation and then if you be like yo like 
I'm like constipated a little bit. Everyone has a story to fucking tell. Definitely. It's so crazy. And it's like, you think, oh, that's taboo. Who wants to talk about that? That's not ladylike. No, bitches talk about that. Mm-hmm. Bitches talk about that more than, than they talk about guys. I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> and your period poops are the worst, though. They go hand in hand. Like, that's, and this might be TMI, guys, but that's when I know my period is coming. I'm just like, oh, okay, you're, you're coming down because everything is just out of whack down yeah. there, okay? I also wanted to talk about this because I heard a conversation recently and a lot of women have a lot of misinformation when it comes to their own bodies and their own periods. That's true. It's, there's so many like um, myths and what is it? Not I want to say Handmaid's Tale. Like because <laughs> the show is no. coming out. <laughs> Can't wait for that. <laughs> what is it? Um, Housewife Tale. What is it? What is it called? Uh, when it's like um. Oh my god! I can't All I think. Can think about is fucking handmade. Handmade. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about, all right? But anyway, some myths and some legends regarding your period, right? And in the wake of the Johnson Johnson news, uh, um, it's giving people not a lot of people. They say it was only like six to ten women or whatever. So they say I don't know how true that is because they're always fucking lying. But um, Johnson Johnson. The vaccine was giving women blood clots, right? Mm. And that just made me think, we've all been hearing for years, whenever you see a birth control commercial, it's like, if you're over 35, if you smoke, if you do this, if you do that, then you're liable to get a a blood clot. A blood clot, yeah. I wrote on Twitter, and I was like, hey, guys, I'm not vax shaming anybody. If you want to get vaccinated, cool. If you don't want to get vaccinated, cool. Like, I'm not I'm not here shaming anybody about anything. But if you did get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine and you are in your 30s and you do smoke and I'm talking about anything, not just cigarettes. We're talking about cigarettes, hookah, weed, vape, any of that shit. Maybe talk to your doctor and find out if you can get tested to see if you're liable to get a blood clot because you just want to get ahead of that shit. Yeah. You never fucking know. So that just got me thinking about that. And then everybody is fucking pregnant. Oh, there's a lot of people here yeah, right now because people were bored during prime COVID. <laughs> so it's all these little COVID babies. <laughs> Everyone has either just had a baby or is having their baby shower like in the next couple of weeks because mm-hmm. everyone is pregnant. So I wanted to talk about the benefits of tracking your period um, and how to do so. Most people think it's not important. Because, you know, it comes every month. You'll know you're late when you're late. Like, you know, if it doesn't come in Mar- in April, I'm going to know it didn't come in April. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it's good to know where you are in your cycle at different parts of the month. That's very important. And I feel like this is some shit we should have been taught in school. No, that's true. That's absolutely true. Like, I definitely track my period. I've been tracking it for years. Like, I've been using the same period app. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> but I, but it comes in handy because you go to doctor's mm-hmm. appointments and like when was your last period I'd be like hold on if I don't remember mm-hmm. or like if I'm being you know having unprotected sex and I'd be like yeah. my period was late like you know like <laughs> it's just good to track but you know what else I do though mm-hmm. on this app it's called period tracker you can actually like put in like when you had sex and stuff so like with my ex-boyfriend I literally would be like, oh, look at look at December. We only have three hearts. There should be a lot more, you know? <laughs> so, like, I would I would also use it, like, as a sex tracker and be like, we haven't had enough sex. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah. There's not enough love in my app, and I'm not feeling this. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just 
it's good to know where you are in different parts of your cycle for sure because different parts of your cycle can indicate something about your health like how often it comes how heavy you bleed how much pain you may Mm -hmm. have how you feel emotionally all of those can be indicators of something else so it's always good to get in tune with your body and tracking your period is the best way to do it because that's the difference we are between men right men don't have a period i know they're lucky girl i mean and see but i have a son right and i always thought guys were lucky but they be going through it like his he's 11 and his voice is changing and i listen to him and i'm like your your throat must hurt because there's no way that your voice sounds like that and your throat doesn't hurt oh my god no i definitely feel like okay so guys don't get their period but i do feel like they have like their own version of pms because like they be emotional sometimes so more emotional than me i remember i was in a relationship and the guy literally said like you're the guy and i'm the girl because you it's so bad (laughs) i am the most non-emotional emotional cancer you will ever meet in your life it's so bad it's so bad. In my last episode, I spoke about how all I do is cry. I cry for everything. Like, literally. I do, but too. Then happy, sad, emotional, fucking everything. I'm crying, right? <laughs> but in, like, relationships, I'd be like, no, fuck out of here. I'm a G. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear shit. And if I cry, it's because I'm angry. Exactly. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Um, but let's get back into tracking your period. So before we get into why it's a good idea to track your period and the benefits of it, I wanted to tell you quickly how to do it. Obviously, it's easier to use um, an app. I personally use Flow. You use Period Tracker. They're all the fucking same. Mm-hmm. Essentially, the way they do it, and if you wanted to do it the old-fashioned way, because if you're like me, you have calendars and books everywhere. Um, you can literally just write down when you started your period, And the more months you can remember going back, the more accurate your predictions of your period cycle will be, which is why using a tracker, sometimes they'll ask you, like, do you remember last month, the month before and things like that? Me personally, I can usually remember when my period starts because it is such an impact on my life. Like I can remember and I'm not even working. And it'll just be like, yeah, last Tuesday I had to go to Rite Aid and buy more tampons or some shit like that. Like, it's always something, right? Yeah. And it's like, that's when it started or whatever have you. So I'm usually good at keeping track of when my period starts and all of that. But if you're not, try to write it down. And then from there, you can figure out when your next period can start as well as when you're ovulating, okay? And when people think about that, they're like, I don't give a fuck about when I'm ovulating because yeah. I'm not trying to have a baby. Well, guess what? You can use that to not have a baby. Yep, exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> stay away from me on the days when I'm ovulating. Or if we do have sex, just be a little bit more mindful, a little bit more careful. Maybe use some sort of contraception. Exactly. Me personally, I don't like birth control. I don't either. I have, I have not been on birth control since, well, consistently since... I was like 23, 24. And then in my last relationship, like I kind of felt like pressured into getting on birth control. And after that experience, I'll never do it. Again. Really? What th- I know the last time I, I used to take it as a teenager in like my, in my 20s. And then mm-hmm. I tried taking it, I think right when I was turning 30. And that shit fucked me up. Like I was depressed. Like it was bad. 
It was scary. <laughs> it messes with your hormones so much. I mean, think about it. It's literally stopping your body from doing the most natural act it knows how to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you're you're altering your body in such a way. It's And people think, oh, it's just a, a pill. It's just a shot. It's just a, a ring that you insert. It's non-hormonal. Fuck out of here. It's not hormonal. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. I don't care if the actual birth control doesn't have hormones. It's fucking with my hormones. Exactly. And I'm going crazy. Okay? And I've been on uh-uh. so many types. Um, what birth control methods have you tried? Um, dang, I've done everything. I did like the pill when I was a teen and that was fine. But then I was irresponsible. I've done the little patch, but then it was during the summer and I was swimming too much. So that didn't work out. I've done the one I tried. and I liked it for a while was the Nuva ring. But then when I tried it again a few years ago, like that shit fucked with me. Like. I was, yeah. like, depressed, suicidal, everything. Like, it just really fucked up my hormones badly. So ever since then, I'm just like, nope. Like, I just need to be responsible when I'm having sex, basically, because. Exactly. <sighs> and it's like, I, I, I hate the fact that all the onus is put up on put on us. Like, yes, we're the ones that carry the baby. Yes, we're the ones that, you know, if we don't want to have a baby, we're, we can get an abortion. All yeah. of that. Like, it is. But at the same time, like, you're having sex, too. So you have to take some some responsibility as a man yeah i'm I'm sick and tired and when i tell you i'm sick and tired of being a single woman and hearing all these men saying that they don't use condoms that shit is such a turnoff to me it's a turnoff to me and it's like i get it if you're in a relationship nobody wants to fucking use a condom blah 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 but we're not in a relationship so you telling me date two that you don't use condoms i'm never fucking you i'm never fucking you no that's wild Uh uh-uh and maybe it's a New York thing, but I'm over it. Oh, no, that's I'm everywhere. That's it. everywhere. Guys are just nasty. <laughs> don't, don't they have, like, a method of birth controls for, for guys, like, in the works or something? Because I'm like, they should do something. In the works, okay? Yeah. If men could get pregnant, they would have perfected birth control years of fucking ago. That's true. Years ago. <sighs> now, all of us, it's so much more easier for a man. Like, it... Uh, I don't know. It, it just gets me so upset. I, get I know. So I'm like, we, we deal with periods. We deal with like trying to be safe. We deal with pregnancy. It's just ridiculous. Everything. All the onus lands on us. And it's mm-hmm. so ridiculous. Um, but just to get back into the cycle, because we could just, we could talk about I know. shit all fucking day. <laughs> I'll pull up my DMs right now. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. Uh, girl um but yeah every woman's cycle is different so you want to try to figure out what your average time between the start and the end of your previous periods are so you can estimate when and when your next period will start the average cycle for an average woman starts is about 28 days and it can be as low as 21 or as long as 40 so like there is a big gap (laughs) like literally everyone is different right yeah um Ovulation usually occurs around 13 to 15 days before the start of your next period. So that's why it's always good to continue to track. So even if you know when your period started this month, you're not going to really get a good gauge of when you're ovulating until you know when your next period starts. So that's why it's like they call it the rhythm method because it literally keeps on going. Mm -hmm. Like you have you can't stop tracking it because any little change it can really mess up how you're using it as maybe contraception or to get pregnant, whatever have you. Um, So now that we're starting to track our period, why are we doing this? Again, we've said this multiple times. It, the first reason usually has to do with fertility. Either you want or don't want to get pregnant. 
and we spoke about this a little bit, but let's get into it. Birth control, right? Mm-hmm. Birth control can literally affect so many things about you. We're talking about weight, mood, skin. It can give you fibroids, blood clots. And I don't know how many of my listeners actually know this because I just found this out probably within the last two or three years. But birth control was tested on Puerto Rican women in the 1950s. Really? A whole thing. They went to Puerto Rico and they decided because of poverty in Puerto Rico, they wanted to control the population because the poverty was so high, but the population was still steadily growing. They wanted to control the population and they decided to test birth control on women in Puerto Rico. Um, I believe they were getting paid for it, you know science lab rats and all of that shit so for me it's just like it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth like you really like who knows what those trials might have done to like people in my family who are in Puerto Rico how do we know that that doesn't go down like in our bloodline Puerto Rico is very very small if you're Puerto Rican you can probably like there's probably like a seven degrees of separation between everybody in that island it's a very small island so if they're testing on people there you don't know what the fuck it could could have done to to generations down the line you know what I'm saying like that shit is crazy that is I had no idea about that I'm definitely gonna do a research because that shit's crazy there was a whole yeah a whole documentary on like PBS about it Mm-mm. in the 1950s before and it, they tested the first ever birth control which was the pill and yeah they did it on Puerto Rican women wow mm-hmm. so I've been on Regular the pill, birth control, when I was in high school. That was the first. No. The first birth control I was ever on was, was the Depo shot. And that's because my mom, yeah. Mama Kiss, okay? My mom said. <laughs> that's what she calls herself, Mama Kiss. That's so cute. She, <laughs> she, I remember I came home from high school one day. And I had a boyfriend, whatever. And she was home. And mind you, she's never home in the middle of the day. She worked 9 to 5, right? So I go home. She's sitting in the kitchen table. And she's like we have an appointment and I'm like, what do we have an appointment for? She's like, I know you're having sex and we're going to go get you checked out and you're going to get on birth control. Cause you're not having no kids. I oh said, my oh. gosh. <laughs> I said, okay. I mean, I fuck with it. Cause I was reckless. No, I fuck I was, with that too. I, I would do that with my daughter, <laughs> like birth control. Boom. Well, I don't know now. Cause now I'm like, I, my thoughts have changed, honestly. So, right. <sighs> I mean, in a way it's like, the depot shot fucked fuck me up. I remember you would get it in, like, the back of your arm, right? Because it has to be muscular. So they oh. would do it, like, in the back of your arm. And it's a thick-ass liquid. Like, Ugh. it looks like sperm. Like, it's so thick and clear and creamy. It's gross. Ew. And it's a long-ass needle because it has to get in your muscle. And they, they inject you. My arm, they tell they ask you which is your dominant arm so they can do it on the other one. Because you can't move your arm for like a day. Ooh. I don't know if it's different now, but 20 years ago when I got oh that shit, gosh. that shit was wild. But I didn't have to, there was also like, I didn't have to worry about getting pregnant. Like so many girls in my high school, like, oh, let's go to the clinic. Let's, I have to go check. I have to go get a pregnancy test. Like all of this shit. I never had that. Issue and that's good, because yeah. Because I was on birth control and I could focus on other things. So I get why birth control can be great. 
However, mm-hmm. it fucks with your body so much. And I don't think it's a long-term solution. If you have a kid, 14, 15, 16, you want them to just graduate high school without having a baby, I'm not mad at you putting on them birth, uh, putting birth control. Yeah. Because kids, they don't be knowing what the fuck they're doing. They really don't. I was so fucking stupid when I was that age. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, like, I know you have a daughter, so that's scary. Yeah. How old is she? She's 13 now. Oh, so have you had, like, the period talk with her yet? Oh, yeah, because she got her period, like, the beginning of sixth grade, so beginning of last year. And then we've even talked about sex and whatnot, just Mm because these kids be fast, extra fast nowadays. So, like, I'm always like, don't have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, and it's like, you could say that until, you know. I mean, it's easier for you now, I feel like, because now you're home, right? Yeah. So she has less freedom, quote-unquote, to, like, when you're at work, because that's when I did all my shit. Oh, yeah, same. I was fucking, fucking <laughs> nine to five, okay? <laughs> I'd be like, we have till 6.45 when my mom gets home. <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, but, yeah, so that's that on birth control. Getting back to your cycle, um, there are certain parts in your cycle that can mean certain things, right? So, of course, we all know menstruating, that's when you're bleeding, right? I don't know about you, but... You've been tracking your period. Have you ever noticed when you're ovulating that you feel sexy as fuck? Because me? <laughs> <laughs> That's your sexy time? <laughs> Girl, it's like my body is like, so are you going to get pregnant this month? Because I think you look good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what? Honestly, with the ovulating, I haven't tracked as much. Like, I can look on my app and see, like, okay, I'm supposed to be ovulating today. So, like, the most I'll do is, like, all right, you can't nut in me or you can't, you know, like, use a condom. Because mm-hmm. my boyfriend and I, we really don't use condoms. Because we're, we're at the stage right now where we're like, we don't, if we get pregnant, then that's fine, you know? So right. it's kind of like whatever. But um, I need to, I'm going to track that more now because I want to have a little sexy day. <laughs> Girl, I be feeling, like, I feel skinny. Like, my stomach is flat. Really? And it'll be out of nowhere. And then I look and I remember what got me thinking about this. What got me correlating that to ovulating was a meme that I saw. And oh, it was really? like, and it was like on my period, like, and it's like an ugly picture of somebody and they just look sloppy or whatever. And then it's like ovulating and it's Rihanna in her um, carnival costume. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> No, but one thing that I do like right before I get my period, like a few days before I get my period boobs and my titties are like on point and like big (laughs) and like my man be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) That's one thing I do like my period boobs. But it's like I wonder if it's literally like because, you know, with animals, when 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 the female animals are like ready to have sex like they throw off hair pheromones yeah or whatever have you. i wonder if that's our thing like yeah bitch i'm feeling sexy as maybe fuck. i, I want to fuck you tonight I wanna fuck get me. Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> come that's in true. me <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny listen. oh and another thing for any guys who stood to this point um anything a woman says during sex is a lie I'm going to just tell you that I don't mean actually come in me. I don't mean that this pussy is yours. Mm -mm. Sometimes I might not love you, but I might say it because I love you in that moment. At the moment, yes. Moment, yeah. (laughs) So that's just a PSA for anybody who doesn't know. Um, So let's get into some myths. Okay. Periods, right? Because these kind of like 
threw me off guard. And what got me thinking about this was I was on a live, right? And this woman was talking about she had just had a baby or whatever, and she's breastfeeding. And she's like, yeah, because, you know, you can't get pregnant while you're breastfeeding. You absolutely can. <laughs> you know how many people have kids that are like, what are they called when they're close in age? There's like a Irish term. twins. Yes, Irish yes. Twins. <laughs> so I'm just like, ma'am, this is when you're the most fertile. Like, what are we talking about? For she's real. like, no, when you're breastfeeding, you don't. I'm like, no, ma'am. I said, no. So I was just, I wanted to Google, like, how many myths do these women really believe That's so crazy. about their periods, right? You know, Handmaid's Tales. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so the first one is that you cannot get pregnant during your period. That's so dumb. That is a lie. That For is. anyone who doesn't know, yes, you get pregnant during ovulation, and that usually happens after your period, yes. But sperm can live inside you for a week. So if you drop that egg... Five days after your period, there's a chance that you can get pregnant. I know. <laughs> and a lot of people have that misconception a lot. They're like, oh, you have your period. It's fine. It's like, where did you hear that? Like, who said that? That's I not know. how it works. Who made that all. a thing? Like, who made that Men. a thing? Men. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. They're like, this is the perfect time to do it. In their mind, they're probably, that's what justifies running the red light, right? They're yeah. like, oh, run a red light if I could come in the bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like. Men be really thinking about, be thinking like that. Um, So I'm pretty sure that was started by a man. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Myth number two was that you should avoid activities like exercise and sex when you're on your period. Which Mm. is a myth because you shouldn't avoid exercise. It just makes you feel better overall. Sometimes your period makes you feel like you want to avoid exercise and you just want to crawl in bed and not move Mm -hmm. for days and hours at a time. But you should definitely get to moving. I feel like it helps me personally with like my cramps and stuff. I need to try that. I have like the one day where I'm like dead and like I'm just stuck in bed all day. But for the most part, I try to like stay active. Oh, my goodness. So for me, the sleepy part is the week before. Mm-hmm. The, the week PMS before week. my period, I am literally, I don't want to get out of my bed. And every month I'm, I'm thinking I'm going through a bout of depression every <laughs> month. Cause I'm just like, why don't I want to get up? Why yeah. am I so tired? And then it's like, oh yeah, my period is coming. Mm-hmm. Let me just get up because it's just, my body is working overtime and that's why you're so fucking tired. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, Sorry. I have no motivation or nothing. I just want to eat chocolate and stay in bed and watch TV. Oh, my God. My corner store. I had to tell the guy. I was like, I need you to do me a favor. Do not order any more Haagen-Dazs chocolate ice cream pints, okay? Because that is my weakness. That and I love so good. Oh, my God. Haagen-Dazs chocolate ice cream is A1. Can't no one tell me otherwise. No, that shit is good. And I'm PMSing right now, so I'm about to go to the bodega <laughs> after this and get some. <laughs> I think I have some in my freezer. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, lucky. <laughs> that or Ben & Jerry's. Ben & Jerry's fish food is, like, my favorite, like, period, like, ice cream. Really? Actually, I've never all, had that. My all-the-time ice cream, actually. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's like chocolate. It has marshmallow in it. It has um, fucking, like, little chocolate fishes. Like, it's just good. It has, like, mad good shit mixed together. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you like you like a busy ice cream. Mm-hmm. I'm real big on plain. Like, I love chocolate. I love vanilla bean and cookies and cream. That's it. Okay. Those are my three The classics. 
the classics. <laughs> I, I would buy things like those Ben and Jerry. Because Ben and Jerry, they just throw everything in them shits. Like, so I have like two pints of Ben and Jerry's in my freezer that I never eat. Because I'm just like, this is a lot. There's a lot going on. <laughs> I, I know, know but it's so this. good in your mouth. You need to try it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! I'm gonna. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. All right. So myth number four: PMS is all in your head. Hell no! That's a fucking no. It's not in my head. It's not. I mean, it might be in my head. That don't mean it's not real. Okay. Like exactly. It's, it's literally in my head because I'm going crazy. But that shit is real life. And you did something to fucking piss me off. And just because I might have a little harsher reaction because i'm pmsing but you did something it's not exactly in my head, but you know what i hate when i'm not pmsing you're like are you about to get a period like oh, it's so condescending that gets me so angry i'm like no i'm just mad but i'm not pmsing which i'm saying like you know what i am pmsing but still you shouldn't say <laughs> that to me and now i'm gonna cry <laughs> <laughs> and it's like and what's crazy to me is that men will be the first ones to be like oh get on birth control get on birth control get on birth control are you ready for birth control, Stephanie? Because I don't think you are. Because I'm fucking crazy on birth control. I remember one time, the last time I got on birth control, and this was Nuvering because it's the non-hormonal one, right? Mm-hmm. I was on Nuvering, whatever. I'm on the train. Pre-COVID, heading to work, right? Chilling. This was pre-COVID. No mask, right? So you see my face. And I'm just sitting there. And I think I was listening to the radio or a song or something. <laughs> and something popped into my head about my boyfriend at the time. And as I'm sitting on the train, I literally had a whole internal argument with my boyfriend about something that I heard. And I started crying. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I started crying on the train. And I could. And I know people were looking at me like, like what is you wrong with her? You were just fine. Like, wasn't she just singing City Girls walking up the steps? Like, what the <laughs> fuck happened? <laughs> That's I so funny. The fuck out. But it's literally like hormones and you get crazy hormones already with your with your period, right? Mm -hmm. And on top of that fucking um imitation hormones or whatever it is that they put in you. Yeah. Like, all those chemicals. Yeah. You're liable to be all the way fucked up. I would really recommend thinking twice before you try to pressure your girlfriend to get on birth control because I heard a story once where this woman felt like birth control ended her relationship. Really? Mm-hmm. As I was doing, like, research on this, actually. That shit is crazy. She said I was going insane. I mean, she I said, could believe hormones. that. No, I could definitely believe that. Because, like I said, the last time I took it, and it was Nuvering also, like, <laughs> I was just fucking wiling out, like, so emotional, so sad. Like, I was just going through every fucking emotion. And I was like, what's wrong with me? Like, there's nothing in my life to be causing me depression necessarily. Like, I was just trying to figure everything out. My friend and I, okay, like, what's different in your life? And then she was like, bitch, your birth control. And I was like, yo, mm -hmm. I, I, with the quickness, I was like, took my Nuvering out and, like, threw it out. And you feel almost, not instantaneously better, but with the Nuvering, kind of, sort of. Like, I feel like within the week, I was fine after yeah. not putting it back in. Like, it's just so weird how much it can actually control you. Yeah, so, it's ladies, scary. take care of your wombs, man. Take care of them because there's so much going on, fibroids, cancers, and mm -hmm. all this shit. Just try to love yourself and... Do put a little bit more work in tracking your period is a little bit of work and you know, it can be cumbersome. And if you have to tell your man like, Hey, don't come in me today. Just say, don't yeah. come in me. 
today. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh uh-uh. Even though it does feel uh, good, but you know. <laughs> see, like, does the coming in you part actually feel good to you? I feel like it's it's okay. It doesn't really You're like I could go about it. No, but I don't know. I think it feels good. It's not like I do it all the time, but right. when it does happen, I enjoy it. If you like the throbbing, right? Because there is like a throbbing aspect of it. If you had a period, you I mean if you had a period. If you had a condom on Whoa. If you had a condom on, you'd still feel that throbbing. So I'm just yeah. saying ladies. I'm just saying. I'm big on condoms. I'm pro condom over here. Yeah, just but you're right though. Just definitely like take care of your bodies because your body mm-hmm. is your temple. So take care of her for sure. Okay, and we're gonna get into our next segment because I'm tired of talking about periods. Right? <laughs> and I want to talk about something a little bit more creative, and that is actually the creative process, right? With my live show coming up, I have so much content planning and so many things going on. Um, I just like to think about my creative process and where I garner my inspiration from. Um, I like to be in- influenced by people, by my life, stories, media, videos, music, art, just anything can literally like inspire me. Whether it's I'm recording a podcast, making a TikTok, taking pictures, writing things down, whatever have you, like I just love that creative process, right? Recently on your episode, your latest episode, you talk about how like you've been designing like little T-shirts or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you're a blogger, you're you're a content creator, right? Mm-hmm. What is your creative process like? To be honest, it's been kind of all over the place lately, but it kind of goes hand in hand. Like we were just talking about how our kids have been home from school. So it's like now I have more like mothering to do. So Mm -hmm. it's like make breakfast, clean up and then, you know, go into the office and work. So it's like I've really been trying to time manage better because I feel like I'm all over the place. But Mm -hmm. I'm also the type that's like when inspiration strikes, it could be like 10 p.m. And if I feel fucking motivated and like, okay, I'm like, let me do this right now, then I'll do it. So I do need to like kind of perfect fact like trying to like get my life organized because it's not right now if i'm being completely honest with you girl whose is (laughs) (laughs) Uh -uh. we don't know what's going on half the time so it's like how can we get organized we don't know what is going on in the world like it's hard it's hard but tapping into your creativity is something that can definitely make the days just fly by better Mm -hmm. when i'm working when i'm like Canva, I fucking love Canva. I love it too. Okay? People, people be shitting on it, but I'm like, I like Canva. <laughs> Canva is fire if you know what you're doing, if you know how to use it, if you know how to look for what you're looking for, like in the elements and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you something. Every time I come out with the artwork, any little line, any little squiggle, any little floating orb you may see on my artwork, it was placed there with intention. Yeah. Okay? Because <laughs> I know some people, they just be like, And this is kind of like the difference between creating and mimicking, Mm -hmm. right? Because we're podcasters, right? We we do essentially the same things. It's just our creativity is what separates us, right? We each post episodes. We each have to stay on top of Instagram. We each have to come up with captions. We each have to come up with artwork. We you know it's things like this that we always have to do. 
just being a podcaster in itself. But you can always see someone's personality, someone's personal creativity. Mm-hmm. Regardless, we can use the exact same color schemes, right? Your colors are like pink, white, like a goldish kind of color, maybe. Yeah, I think like I a, saw. It's like an orangey. Right. Okay. <laughs> I could use those exact same colors as you, but our artworks would look completely different. Mm-hmm. So that's why the creative process and where you gain like inspiration from. I love to, I love to think about like, okay, I like the color like turquoise now. Yeah. Right? Turquoise and coral. Those are my two colors. Oh, those like, are I'm two just, nice colors. I like I those. I love them together. And as I, I'm, as I'm thinking, I'm like, what, where did this come from? Right? Like, I always like blue, like whatever, but like turquoise and coral, those are very specific. And one day I was watching 90210. Mm. I, I binge watch TV shows. Like that's my jam. I do too. Okay? <laughs> Old TV shows especially. Like I'd be like, oh shit, I didn't know Dylan did that to Brenda. Yo, re-watching shit as an adult versus when we were kids. Because you know that we were kids when that came out. I'd be like, why was I watching this when I was eight, first of all? And this is so good <laughs> as an adult. So good. First of all, okay, this is going to be a tangent because I've been watching 90210 for like three weeks now. I'm on season three, okay? Yeah. I've been, like, they already graduated high school. Like, I've been <laughs> on this shit, okay? I never realized how long the fight was between Brenda, Dylan, and Kelly. Like, that shit lasted, like, a good season. Oh, yeah. Of him, like, trying to pick which bitch which he wanted. One? Like, yeah. I'm not gonna be best friends with somebody and then we're both trying to, like, get with the same guy. It was so weird. It I know, so now that weird. you look back on it, definitely weird. <laughs> I'm like, girl, y'all were like the popular girls in school. Like, you really fighting over him because he has a Jaguar? Like, all of y'all are rich. I mean, like, he was kind of cute, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, nah, he, I mean, Dylan. I wanted to name my son Dylan, but my um, ex told me that people would think it's pronounced Dylon like the rapper. So uh, we didn't do that. Mm. I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like, no one is going to think that that says dialogue. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, man. So what have you been influenced by recently, would you say? I mean, honestly, the last shirt that I made that said the El Salvador, the Salvadorian was because I was watching The Mandalorian and I've been mm-hmm. obsessed with it. And I was like, Mandalorian rhymes with Salvadorian. So let me make mm-hmm. this shirt, especially because I'm obsessed with Star Wars now. So, I mean, just different things. Like you said, like TV, music, art, uh, photography, just I don't know. Whenever inspiration strikes, I try to like, you know, Power myself to create something or do something or write something i've been trying to get more into writing lately because i used to love writing and i've kind of like mm-hmm. fallen off that but yeah i just try to get inspired by things around me or even traveling like i did you know i did a little bit of traveling last year but i want to mm-hmm. do a lot more this year hopefully because it's nice to go different places and experience different things and just get inspiration from that yeah i mean when you stay in your in your bubble or your box like it's hard to get creative because it's like how many more times can i do the same thing i need to experience different things whether you and it, and i'm not saying like for you traveling right yeah but that's not necessarily what i mean mm-hmm. like maybe listen to different types of music maybe watch different types of tv shows maybe you know other things on youtube other than like messy drama or whatever it is that mm-hmm. you watch on youtube i'm not saying that that's what everybody watches because i don't even watch that but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it's very good to try to like 
to get influenced. And while we are talking about inspiration, and I'm all for inspiring people, whenever somebody says, like, I inspired them, like, my heart just, like, I know. swells up. I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> Me? Like, what did I do? I'm just here, like, living life. Like, I wasn't even trying to inspire anybody. But that's such a, it's such a compliment, right? Yeah, it really is. But there's a difference between being inspired and sloppily copying other people. Uh, that's very true. A lot of people aren't authentic, unfortunately. And like, honestly, you can see right through it. So it's like, you think yeah. you're doing something, but like, you're not like, and especially with social media nowadays, it's just like super it's ridiculous. It's all over. It's all over the place. And I just want people to be more authentic. Mm-hmm. Authenticity is key. It's key. Whether it's with your artwork or with your podcast, like, for us, you can hear when it's some bullshit, right? If mm-hmm. I wasn't fucking with you, they would be able to hear it in my voice. Yeah, definitely. So you have to be authentic with everything you do. I don't even know how people are, like, aren't themselves, though. Like, that's the thing. I can't imagine having to put up a front, like, all the fucking time, you know? Like, I don't know. That's, that's just why crazy. people be mad. That's why people be mad. People be crazy. People, people do be mad. And I, I, I've got, you know, you posted something recently and I fucked with this so hard. You said something along the lines. I think it was on uh, live or something. How like sometimes you just don't give a reaction because like you're like, it's not needed. Like you fucked up. You know, you fucked up. And I was like, facts. Like I don't be, I don't be reacting to shit anymore. I'm just like, mm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Sometimes silence is golden when yeah. it comes to other people. Like, you know what you did. I'm not going to sit here and put like, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of knowing that like you got me here fucked up because I'm not fucked up. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if, and this is like, this isn't it. Cause everything I say everywhere, people think I'm talking about somebody specifically and it drives oh my me God. up the wall. That is annoying. <laughs> They're like, were you talking I'm, about me? And I'm like, no, you ain't the only fucking person even, in this world. <laughs> it'll be random people. Like, who are you talking about? Are you talking about somebody else? And you know me, I go on rants in my Instagram stories all the time just because I don't be having nobody to talk to. So yeah. I just be like, you know what I'm mad about today? I'm going to let y'all know what I'm mad about today. You know what but grinds it's like, my gears? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not necessarily, and this, I'm not necessarily talking about somebody in particular, but if you did something or if you try to do something like me in a way where you try to make it better, but it's not like, you can never be me. Regardless exactly. if your shit is better than mine, you can never be me, and my shit will always be my shit. Mm-hmm. No, and it's that's true. Just, I'm not gonna be upset about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but no. But so. going back to the thing, like a lot of people aren't authentic. Like I'm, I don't know. I just, I don't get it. And like, I think with social media, it makes people maybe feel a little more pressured to try and like mm-hmm. put up this front. But because I've heard of people putting up fronts, and then I'm just like, yo, that's crazy. Like you bought followers, like you make it seem like you're living a certain life and you're not, you know. And it's like mm-hmm. for what? Like who are you doing all this for? Like who? I bet you the people that you're doing it for don't even give a fuck, honestly. Probably not at mm-hmm. all. Like they they would fuck with you more if you're being yourself. Like yeah. this is where people like Cardi B. Cardi B became who she is today because she's never switched up. I've been following that bitch since she was since she was in her red bedroom with Hennessy that mm-hmm. they had the two fucking full size beds. Like I've been following you for years because you was funny as fuck. And you're the same person. You just exactly. have money now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you didn't a really good example. switch up. Yeah. And that's important, just to be yourself, no matter mm-hmm. what. 
for sure for sure so we're gonna get into the final segment which is my favorite segment (laughs) (laughs) and anybody who doesn't know it's because i'm always asking are you fucking dead ass because i don't know what's going on half the time in the world um and i just really need to figure it out because sometimes two and two in my head i'm just like it don't make sense yeah um so before i get into my dead ass is there anything that you wanted to get off your chest you know what yeah when you when i saw the email from me i was like all right perfect um and it kind of goes hand in hand with what we're just talking about um authenticity and whatnot i hate people who like obviously like we're in podcasting like but like people i don't know like yeah there's competition but it should be like friendly if anything you know what i mean but people are just so like petty i guess i don't know and it's like so I, you know what and it reminded me of blogging because like i said before i started blogging in 2009 so i've been to conferences like i've met a lot of people and whatnot and like even within blogging there was a lot of competitiveness and i went to this one conference like years ago and um the the ceo of the conference said you know if one grows we all grow and like i feel like that's how it should be you know because like you know, if my podcast gets bigger, then, like, I'm definitely going to help out those who really fuck with me, who care about us, who, mm-hmm. you know, supported us along the way. But I feel like so many people just care about themselves and, like, are, like, competing and, like, comparing themselves to, like, another podcast. And like you said, we're all different, like, completely different. Like, yes, mm-hmm. there's podcasts that talk about sex, but, like, maybe they have different sexualities. Maybe they're different ethnicities, you know, like we're both moms i have a girl you have a boy like Mm -hmm. it's just people are so competitive and it's insane because i'm like first of all there's 24 hours in a fucking day your podcast is not 24 hours long so why like people can listen to me people can listen to you people can listen to any other you know what i'm saying like when i used to work especially i would listen to like at least five podcast episodes a day you know Mm -hmm. and that's five times you know five days a week so that's like a whole bunch you know what i mean it's just like there's enough out there for everyone so people just need to chill out with the whole competition thing like no one's better than no one yeah i agree i actually had like a similar kind of conversation with um one of my podcast friends recently and i was like i'm having a live show right Mm -hmm. and someone had said to me like oh other people are having live shows around the same time you're having a live show like are you upset about it no Mm -hmm. i'm not upset about it it's not the same day we have different audiences like whoever that person is catering for is not the people i'm catering for like good luck to you i hope you all the best in your live show i'm not gonna sit here because i'm all about karma Mm -hmm. all about karma i'm not gonna wish you bad on your shit or anybody else's because i know about five people five podcasters right now who are planning a live show Imagine me being mad at all five of them because that's I'm also so, planning yeah, a live show. That's so stupid. Like you said, Could we're you all imagine? different. That's so ridiculous. Like we're all different. All we're different. all different. We're all different. And we all talk about different things. We can we can literally all speak about one topic and have five different ways to spin it. Exactly. Different views and whatnot. But people are <laughs> I just like the competitiveness is like annoying sometimes. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. For sure. For sure. And it's like, guys, no one is mad. I promise. At least not over here. And I can't speak for everybody else. But over <laughs> here, I'm focusing on me, on my son, and on my businesses. Because I have a lot of things that I want to do. 
and mm-hmm. worrying about other people and their pockets is not going to do anything same and if you are a podcaster or even whatever like don't compare yourself to other people like don't like mm-hmm. worry like you said worry about yourself like and also listeners don't compare podcasters to other podcasters oh i hate that so much i hate when they're like you're like call her daddy or you guys are like horrible or you guys are like so-and-so and it's like we're not though like i love them right. they're we're great but we're so different like we all mm-hmm. have something different to offer and listen to all of us like yeah like if yeah. you if that's your thing if you like to listen to, uh, to sex podcasts hey listen to me listen to horrible listen to harder soft listen to all of these podcasts mm-hmm. but that doesn't just because you listen to me doesn't mean you don't have to listen to somebody else that's so stupid exactly like, especially when po- i listen to them shits like exactly. how am i gonna tell you not to listen to them no it's true that's like crime podcast like i've listened to like five different podcasts covering the same fucking crime but i just like hearing their different like you know perspectives on it or like maybe mm-hmm. one's more funny or another one's more informative like just stop comparing people and stop being so damn competitive compete with yourself yeah. not with others necessarily Yes, so. yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so to close out the episode, uh, I don't really have a crazy are you dead ass this week. I feel like I've been venting a lot on my Instagram stories. So <laughs> if you guys don't follow me on Instagram, you should definitely follow me there if you want to hear, you know, who I'm asking if they're dead ass or not. Um, but I did just kind of want to speak on the whole Micaiah Bryant situation on the heels of the George Floyd verdict. Yeah. That shit. It's it's been a crazy fucking week and like I said, this podcast is usually very lighthearted. I did want to get a little bit serious now and just talk about this because this shit is so disgusting. It it's like we had a quote unquote victory even though the victory is literally just someone being held accountable for the bullshit that they did. Yeah. But we had a victory and then literally hours later a a little black girl was killed like it i didn't want to see the footage and i don't know if you saw the footage i didn't i couldn't i don't blame you it was just everywhere like i'm scrolling on social media and like five people posted it which is like guys we don't we don't need to post a yeah. little girl getting shot 17 times like that's not i didn't want to see it because for me and i'm sure you feel this way it didn't make a difference i didn't need to see the video to know what that fucking man did was re- like yeah. uncalled for, disgusting, like uh so fuck you to I don't I, I want to say to cops in general. Like I really do even though I do know cops. I know I like, know you cops know, like, too, but it's like like I know there are uh, some good ones, but it's just like damn, the majority rules right now and the most of y'all suck. Right. And especially if you're white, sorry. I I I'm not fucking with any white cops. If you're a person of color, maybe I'll be a little bit more lenient to you if you're not hiding behind the blue wall, like they say. But if you're white, it's like, I really can't. I don't know. Like, I'm looking I'm, I'm looking at you sideways. You know how they say, like, they look at us? Like, no, I'm looking at you sideways because you're yeah. the one with the fucking weapon. Who knows what the fuck you're liable to do? You're out here killing children. That's crazy. Children. Mm-mm. And then wasn't it like another case too, like right after that, like a sixteen year old girl? On Monday. On Monday, it was a boy. And you know, so it happened before. No, but there was another one with a girl that she called the cops because um there was like someone trying to stab or whatever, even though she was trying to stab someone too. Um, I need to find it. But um she ended up getting shot like four times and she passed away too. It's a different girl? Yeah, she's Because like, I thought that's what happened to her. To I don't know. 
Yeah, no, so Makaya, someone, they, I don't know how to pronounce her name. So how old is she, Kaya, though? 16. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 same girl, sorry, it is sorry. The same girl. But yeah. there was another boy in Cali that I just read today, and it was on Monday, apparently, this is what they say, that he had a gun in school. This is what they say. So they called the cops or whatever, and they're saying that the that they got into a scuffle with the kid and that the kid shot the cop. So the cop in self-defense killed the kid, but it comes that it came out that the, sh- the cop shot himself. Oh, and then wow. killed the kid. That's crazy. <laughs> <sighs> so I don't know, like, are y'all not being trained? Cause last week it was the bitch who pulled out the gun instead of the taser. Oh yeah. This week, it's the guy who shot himself and and killed the kid anyway, and also the cop who couldn't de-escalate a couple of girls fighting. Like, how many times have we seen girls being, like, a fight being broken up? Yeah. No, it's true. And you know it's what I hate, so though? When, like, when all these things happen, like, they're like, oh, but they were, you know, a criminal, or they have a criminal past, or blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck if they have a criminal past. Or they do, or they don't, whatever. That doesn't justify you killing someone. They can have at the, the end longest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, sorry to cut you off, but at the end of the day, when you killed them, you didn't know about their past. So what difference does it fucking make? Exactly. But I hate when the media's like, they had a long rap sheet, and it's like, okay. To justify shit. Yeah, but to that justify doesn't justify it. anything. Like, uh, I don't even, you know what? It's like, it's, it's crazy because sometimes I like live in this bubble where like I don't even watch the news or anything. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. a part of me is like just because I don't want to hear it and like I just want to yeah. like live in this happy little bubble. But then the other part of me is like obviously that's reality and like especially having like a half black child and like, mm-hmm. you know, like men in my life, important people in my life, African American and whatnot. Like it's just crazy. Like, or even being a person of color, it's just like. I don't know. It's crazy. It's so crazy to me. Like, sometimes these things sound so unbelievable, honestly. They're disgusting. They're disgusting. And it's, 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 it's like, this is the world that we're living in. And it's not getting any better. It almost feels like with the, the age of social media and everybody just being able to record something, put it out, put it on Twitter, do this, do that. Like, it's getting worse. Yeah. I feel like it's getting worse. It is. But I'm like, <sighs> the people who record and stuff, I'm like, why are you recording and, like, not helping out? You know what I mean? It's, you know what? It's weird because sometimes I feel like that. And other times it's like, well, someone has to record it because there were so many years where nothing was being recorded and we didn't know about anything. No, that's true. Right? So it's like, it's like, where do we stand? If someone's literally getting beat and killed and you're just standing there recording, then that's a different story. But if there's a group of people and you see people helping and you're re- and your job oh, is yeah, to record, yeah. then that's, you yeah, know, no, you're right. But it's like, I don't know, it just makes me sad. Like my boyfriend's back and like um, on his car, I think I've said this in the past episode of my podcast, but on the back of his car, he has like a, a Yale University sticker. And it's because his dad was like, yo, just slap this on your car because I feel like it'll help you just a little bit. If, you know, a cop pulls you over and they're like, oh, this is an educated black man. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but it's so sad. It's sad that he even has to do that. You know what I mean? Like, but that's a, I, I there was like an insecure episode about that. Um, where what was his name? The boyfriend, Issa's boyfriend, Lawrence or Lawrence Lawrence. So remember, he had like the Jaguar or whatever. Yeah. And he got pulled over by a cop by a cop. And. Because he had a sticker from his college, the cop let him go. Like, they started talking about college. Yeah. And the cop let him go. So it's like, 
That's a real thing. And it that's is. So fucking sad. It's it disgusting. is. It is sad. It is nasty. <sighs> <sighs> that's all we can do right now is like uh, breathe. Mm-hmm. Is breathe and try to just. I don't even know. I don't even know. I I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know what would make things better. But what we are living in right now ain't it. That's yeah. all I know. No, it's true. But I will say as parents and whatnot, like, we need to teach our kids to, you know, like, because that's where it stems from. You grow up learning, you know, certain things and you grow up as an adult. And it's like, if you grow up raised to be racist and you never change your ways, then, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Especially being Hispanic or Latina, I feel like we need to break the the generational racism. Oh, Yeah. Kind of- I feel you on communities. that because that's very much a thing, like colorism and mm-hmm. whatnot. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's definitely our responsibility. Like, I know I've I've said this to family members. Like, you can't you can't say that. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why you can't say that. Because sometimes it's literally just ignorance. You know it really is. Yeah. So I, I'm the one to be like, no, I'm putting my foot up. The only person I don't put my foot on the neck of is my 93-year-old grandma. And that's because my man, she don't know what I'm saying half the time. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> See, my great-aunt was like that. My great-aunt was like that. And I'd be like, whatever. You guys, I'll just take your insults right now. But fuck. <laughs> yeah. But anybody else catches these hands, okay? Anybody no, else. That I don't is give a true. fuck who you are. No, if but that if would... you're going to be colorist, racist, and none of that, I don't give a fuck who you are. It's not about respect on my end because you're not respectful. Exactly. So. You're disrespecting me. Like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah. So we're going to end the episode. Tell my listeners where they can find you. You can find me at Lovely Virginia on Instagram and Twitter, even though I don't tweet that much. And then you can find my podcast on Radio Unruly on Instagram because we never tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I never tweet from my from my um, podcast Instagram either. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know what, what to be tweeting. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's things you can tweet, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, everything will be linked down below in the show's description. Guys, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, underscore Steffi Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S. Um, I am also on Twitter. That'll be linked down below, but I be ratchet on Twitter. Like, Twitter <laughs> is my safe zone. I feel like I just write whatever no, on Twitter. No, see, I can't even do it on Twitter because for my blogging years, I have, like, a lot of brands following me. Oh. So I'd be, like, somewhat PG on there. Like, ugh. Girl, I don't be PG at all. I told my mom, I said, if you follow, because my mother literally has every social media network ever in life. Really? So I'm like, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm blocking you. It's bad enough <laughs> that you listen to everything else that I do. I need a safe space, and that safe space is Twitter. Oh, okay? my gosh. Because I know she ain't really fucking with Twitter like that. Yeah. But anyways, guys, <laughs> thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. Um, I will see you next Fine and Thick Friday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>